Welcome to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about our one reality. You have nothing to fear. You are eternal and you are perfectly loved. Knowing the truth changes everything. Now, here's Roberta. Welcome to Seek Reality. I'm Roberta Grimes and I'm delighted that you're with us today. You know, everyone who is immersed in some great piece of work, some huge, huge enterprise, naturally wants to always be there and wants to be part of its coming to fruition at last. But those who are of my generation in this work of elevating the planet's consciousness are pretty plainly being told that we're going to see the real advances coming decades from now, and we will be watching from the bleacher seats. Actually, we don't mind. For us, it's the work that always matters. But since we can't carry it to completion ourselves, we're being told now that we need to be finding and helping to bring along our replacements. Craig Hogan and I actually were given this directive by our own guides a couple of years ago. It's time to choose and mentor your successors in this work, so go to it. And they actually thought we would be, you know, pikers at that. But actually, I think we've done quite well. Each of us has chosen someone to carry on doing what the things we're doing now or more than one person. And my choice in the field of afterlife education is here with us today for her eighth visit to Seek Reality. Sandra Champlain's personal fear of dying led her to do something which I think was is amazing. She took the risk of investigating and being willing to take the consequences. She didn't believe in life after death, but she did objective research, and she really did the research. I mean, my research for decades was reading a lot of stuff. Well, she went in and tried to figure out herself and learn how to be a medium, do electronic communication, just so many things. And what she did convinced herself of what we all know, which is that human lives are indeed eternal. So then she wrote her wonderful book, We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. It's been a great bestseller all over the world. It's a terrific book and she began her very popular podcast we don't die radio which i know many seek reality listeners would never miss and over the past year she's been pioneering some wonderful new interactive ways to help more people ever more people connect with the truth i can't wait to join you in hearing what's new in sandra's life and work so with us today for her eighth time on seek reality is a delightful human being a messenger she is a messenger of love joy peace happiness the wonderful sandra champlain sandra welcome i'm so glad to have you with us today Oh, hi, Roberta. Has it been eight times? Really? I know. It's hard to believe. You were on quite a bit in the beginning. I was so fascinated with, with all the things because I'm sort of a reader and a watcher, and you're a plunge and doer when it comes to coming to understand all these different ways we can get information about the afterlife. And in the beginning, I was so fascinated with all the stuff you'd done that I had you on repeatedly. That's oh, so six fun. years ago now. Yeah, it really is. I remember. In fact, I was in that restaurant not long ago when I first met you. You gave me one of your books, and I thought you were just a ray of light. I was so happy to have met you. And this was, you know, many years ago now. Oh, thanks so much. I feel the same way about you, and every person should have you introduce them because you just made me feel like a rock star. Oh, good. Well, that's exactly <laughs> what you are, my dear. Thanks. Now, I, we want to hear about what you've been up to, but... There may be people who haven't heard our earlier interviews, and maybe they're just coming to know you. So please just a little bit reprise your history and how you came to be here today. 
Oh, sure. The basics is that I went through a huge fear of dying back in the 90s and went on a very, very secret search. Is there any evidence of the afterlife? Anything to give me hope and faith and comfort the fear? And I researched major world religions, uh, started looking into the world of mediumship, all kinds of afterlife things, and really not only rested my fears, but thought, you know, I need to get this information out that it would help a lot of people. But being a skeptic and kind of nasty as well, I always thought people that were into the spirituality conversation <laughs> were a little crazy. As well? You were nasty? I can't imagine. I was. I was. <laughs> I would feel sorry for people in the bookstore that oh, were looking oh, at God. new new age books. I was thinking there's no evidence of any oh, of that stuff. God. You poor people. I, I was. I mean, I wasn't openly nasty, but inside, oh, yes, very judgmental. But oh. then my dad, my dear dad, got diagnosed with cancer and ended up physically dying five months later. Went through a very torturous time fighting with my siblings about dad's care and things after he passed. And we were, before that, a very close-knit family. Um, I hit an all-time low as a human being of depression through my grief, and somehow a little light bulb went in my off in my mind that this isn't Sandra. This isn't the same person you've always been. And I started researching the world of grief, and I found out why we grieve. I found out a lot about the grieving process, things to help us heal and feel better. Created a free audio called How to Survive Grief that was quickly downloaded by thousands around the world just from a few Facebook posts, only to get emails and messages that I chose not to commit suicide because of your words. Don't you love it when oh, that happens? Oh, wow. I get those. And it makes it, now I know why I was born, I think, each it, time. It, exactly. And so for me, I knew that I had to get this information out and I had to open my mouth for the first time about everything I discovered about the afterlife. And I'm somebody who's always passionate about learning what it is to be human, how we can have the best ride of our lives here, you know, this time around, just really playful out uh, being human and going after our dreams and stuff. So I, I had the idea if I titled my book, We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death, I could slip in the chapter on grief and yeah, my journey. And that was six years ago. Yep. And now I started a podcast radio show similar to you that I just I personally wanted to learn more. I wanted to learn more about afterlife things and what people are doing. Rather selfishly, I thought if I could have these hour conversations and then just I'd learn something and then I could just share them with people with the ease of the Internet, never knowing this is kind of a divine plan. I think God works yes. in serious <laughs> that's ways. Ex that's exactly right. You know, we think these are our ideas. They're never our ideas. No. And now <laughs> we're up to well over 300 episodes of the show with uh, tons of listeners just tens of thousands of listeners around the world yes. and same thing helping people uh, really getting some beautiful emails helping people through grief again a lot of people choosing not to end their own lives and so now this past year 2019 i, I did a, a few of my own live events just like you say i just jump in i mean i didn't know how to do a conference <laughs> when you first like told me that's what you were going to do having put on for several years those big conferences in scottsdale all i could think was you poor child you have no idea what you're letting yourself in for well, i think i, I may gently have tried to talk you out of it but you did it anyway and you aced it 
Right. Couldn't do it. And I wasn't about, it wasn't about making money. I was happy to break even to get this information, record it. And then eventually in 2020, I'll be coming out with an online program that people can see online. You know what it is. We did it. We don't die events and just the best evidence that I can come up with of the afterlife, having speakers that speak on that. And then obviously help through grief because under at all, I think most people who are looking for evidence have had some personal loss, and I want to help people take their suffering and help them understand that can very realistically get them started on their spiritual journey and open up to look for shows like Seek Reality and We Don't Die Radio and things like that. So that's me in a nutshell. No, I, I, I've loved watching you thrive from that first moment that I met you six years ago. It was really, your book was just out then, and I had just started to do um, Seek Reality, which is one reason you were my guest so often. I was feeling my way, and you were such a good, safe guest. You were always delightful, and I would hear from people how much they enjoyed hearing you. Thanks. But when, when, we, when we started talking about, hey, let's do this, and we'll do it toward the end of the year, um, you said something to me which I thought was wonderful. Why don't we make it about how each of us has so much to celebrate in the year? Because we tend, you said, and I guess this really is true, we tend to set ambitious plans at the start of the year. And then as we come to the end, we're seeing what we didn't get done or accomplish. Oh, it's you horrible. Think, you yeah. think we should celebrate what we did get done? Heck yes. We should. Right. There's one distinction that I think we all need to know. I call it the voice. Some people call it the ego. Uh, There's different words for it. But when we get up in the morning, we look in the mirror. (laughs) There can be some not nice things that we say to ourselves. But that's not really who we are. We all have this mechanism inside of us that has us be fearful and has us not take risks and has us talk down to ourselves. And many of us are tougher on ourselves. We would never let someone else... Uh, speak to us that way. But why is it okay? We speak to us this way. And we would never speak to anyone else that way either. We would never say to anyone we care about. Right, right, exactly. Yes. So we, we just have to realize that that's part of being human. And I playfully can say that that mechanism, that part of us helps us to stay grounded and be in this game called life. Because I don't, I think there is a lot that we learn being humans. I think there's growth for the soul. There's emotional growth. We, you know, if we fail at something, we can succeed. And to keep us uh, believing <laughs> that we're just human, we have this voice that that does this. Now, this is just my own speculations. And if 24-7 we knew we were these divine beings, um, would the game be as juicy? I don't know. That's just a little <laughs> speculation of why we have it. I don't really know the, the answer. But what I do know, Roberta, is we have it. We have this voice. Yes. And what normally happens at the beginning of the year is we put all these things on our plate that we intend to do. Lose weight, save money, you know, all these things. <laughs> Right. Become 10 years younger. Yeah, uh, all of those things. Yes. Right. yes. And then it sneaks up at you. And then all of a sudden you're at the end of December and you look back and it's so easy to look at the things left undone. And I was actually going through this myself not too long ago. Last week, I was really getting down on myself that I I keep what's called an integrity list. And it's all the things 
that I haven't yet done or I've said I'd do and I haven't done, those kind of things. And just, I feel like when people have integrity, they have power. So it's looking at the list and saying, you know what, I'm never going to do this. I cross it off the list. Oh, this phone call, let me just make it now. It's kind of things to keep me honest. Well, on my list were all these things that I said I was going to get done this past year. And I started feeling bad. And I thought, wait, let's take a second and write down all the things you did do. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, three live events, 50 new radio shows, being on other people's stages. And it's not about those things as much as the impact, talking to thousands of people, giving them hope and more than hope um, coming with, I feel some of the very best information of evidence of the afterlife, giving it with integrity, giving people resources and helping people live a powerful life as well as you know, per- some personal things that I've done with business and, and things. And it's like all of a sudden there was this shift from me. I don't want to say feeling sorry for myself, but feeling bad to all of a sudden feeling powerful. And once I felt that power, I was like, I can do anything. What's on that list? And all of a sudden, I started going after (laughs) some of those easy to reach, you know, the fruit that's easy to reach, getting it done. And anyone knows once you have a result, there's a feeling that you get, and then it's so much easier to do something else. So I think for all of us to celebrate who we are, not what we haven't done, but what we have done. And it can be something as simple as making a difference for somebody in a conversation. It doesn't have to be, you know, these huge things. Anytime you can serve another human being, you get a brownie point for that. You know, you do. I think that's what life's all about. I think it's it's important, especially if you have big ambitions, to be not too hard on yourself. It takes time. I mean, when Sandra and I met, I, this is what, sort of what I've been thinking about today. When we met, neither of us had done much of anything about getting the word out, about learning how to even talk to people about what happens at and after death. And now um, I, I, I'm flabbergasted at how many people know about me. Every day I, I get these emails from people that I don't know, but they're my friend from in their own mind. And I'm thinking, what a thrill this is. I don't I know. know where it's going from here. But if, if, if nothing bigger ever happens in my life than what has already happened now, I am thrilled out of my mind to be where I am. And I never dreamed I could get here, you know? know. Yeah. It wasn't so, your plan. You're just, you know, we take the steps that are in front of us. Yes. We can have an idea where we want to go. But I think the unseen world knows what your strengths are yes. and where they want you to go. And all of a sudden, these so-called coincidences keep repeating themselves. And yes. then it's like, oh, maybe I should do this. And, yeah, we're, we're not alone. We have an invisible team. That's our biggest cheerleaders around us. And everybody listening has that team. Now, there may be whatever you and your team are working on. You may may be only dimly aware of whatever plan you and they made before you were born. But if you can just get into the stillness and be and just speak to them, don't don't tell them, ask them, you know, how, what would you have me do next? Give your life to them because frankly, that's why they're here. They're here to help you make the most of your life. And, um, get, I, I, how do you talk to your guides? Do you, do you do it consciously or do you just sort of figure that they're guide you and you're just going to go where they say? 
Um, I think the best way to answer that is I'm not really aware who they are. I don't spend too much time talking. I think I'm my worst. Like I always tell people they should do that kind of stuff, but I don't do it myself. <laughs> but what I do, Roberta, uh-huh. <laughs> I do something that I've learned through so many of the mediums that I've worked with. There's something called sitting in the power. Yes. And the, the way I visualize it is it's different from meditation. So it's not just quieting the mind. But I imagine, and this is what Sandra does, that the soul inside me, I imagine that there's this little bright white light that's burning like a flame. And I imagine that light just getting bigger and bigger and bigger so that it comes out of my pores. It starts filling the room. It's I'm in my house right now. So now all of a sudden the light is all the way around the house. And like, that's my soul power. And whoever you believe your God to be, whether it's God, the universe, however that is, for me, I use the representation in my mind of the sun, which is filled with love, filled with energy, filled with the answers, filled with my spirit team, my loved ones, all of that. And I imagine those two lights coming together and just sitting in that power. And with my eyes closed, I concentrate on my breath and certainly thoughts will come and go. And that's what they do. But I just get back to just sitting in that power, in that light. And for my medium friends say, the ones that are really good, they said that is the absolute best thing that they do that gives them um, more detailed information. They can really, like it really revs up their intuition and all that medium faculties people also say that's where they get answers to questions and things like that so it's sitting in that power and i i have my cell phone right next to me and we would never imagine not plugging it in because we need it to work so i connect that we are very much the same way and so as far as my guides it's kind of the uh, eternal source that I go to with any questions or problems and I just imagine this is what I do again the big hand of God just put them all there and then sit sit, sit in the power (laughs) sit in the power and then yeah so that's how I do it no is that that is actually quite a powerful way to do it because your imagination is how you actually make things happen. People think, oh, it's only in my mind. Well, your mind is the eternal part of you. Your mind is the powerful part of you. So yes. what you're really doing is calling these these guides together and calling in God's power to energize all of you. What a beautiful, beautiful way to handle it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even do that much, actually. <laughs> well, I don't do it every day. And sometimes it's when I'm lying in bed, when I wake up in the morning or before I go to bed at night. And yeah. they tell you not to do that. They say, if you, you should be sitting in a chair. Well, right. lying in bed is better than not doing it at all. And who's going to say because nobody's there to see you. So they, you know, um, you, could, you could do it your own way. We're all on our spiritual journeys. And I think answers come from within. And it's great to get advice from your show, my show, some of these books <laughs> and gurus. But if it doesn't fit, don't use it. Find yes. what works for you. 
Yes. Be aware, though, that you do have guides. You have it's like you you've got it's like having a whole library at your disposal. It's like having a whole gigantic team at your disposal. And during your lifetime, they're devoting themselves to you. Mm -hmm. So when you feel ready to really be energized, doing Sandra sitting in the power exercise is a very good idea because that can help them to know that you are ready to listen, learn and grow. And I've got to tell you, everything that they want for you is what's in your own best interest. One of the great things about these, this, you know how you have all these friends and they tell you what they know, they, and they, they know better than you about your life and so on? Yes. That's, not your, that's not your team. Your team lives to serve you. And, they, and you know, they don't have anything else to do with their time while you're in a body. So, you know, ask them for their help because they'll be thrilled that you've called on them. Thank you. That's a great suggestion. I have another one I just thought of. Okay, go ahead. I, I had taken a class in trance mediumship. Wow. Did I tell you folks she, she took I, all this herself? Go ahead, dear. Well, I've seen people do these trance demonstrations and, you know, they're just like you or me and then they close their eyes and they seem to relax for a few minutes and then all of a sudden another voice starts yes. speaking out of their mouths. And so I, I really got that that's real. That is real. And now I've yes. seen some people on the internet that it's not real. It's their ego. But I've seen the real deal. And yeah. I had to just know, is, is that possible for everybody? Is that possible for me? And I had taken a course at the Arthur Finley College, which teaches mediumship and psychic abilities in, in the UK. And one of the things they say is you do this sitting in the power meditation. That's where I learned it. But also you imagine um, these little balls of light that are around that are it could be your spirit guides that you if you want to invite someone to speak through you they just blend energy with you so no one takes over your body or anything like right. that which is important to know because that would be very scary but anyway <laughs> yes <laughs> so i would imagine these little balls of light golden light coming closer and closer and closer and inviting them in that's important to invite them into my my space and then in the class I said if anyone would like to speak through me you know you're welcome to and the instructor was great because she said in the beginning it could be 99% Sandra 1% the spirit world but it's a relationship that you build and the more times you do it and the more times you talk to your guides you know the more you realize it's them not you and yes. so in this class, by the end of the week, Roberta, no, no joke. I had my eyes closed. I actually demonstrated in front of the group, closed my eyes, did this visualization. Imagine these balls of light invited if anyone wanted to speak through me. And so the exercise is to say, spirit wants to say. So I actually have to get the ball rolling and open my mouth. Uh -huh. And then... I don't even know where it came from, but the words kept coming out of my mouth and I was aware and it was kind of a, a holy cow moment where yeah. when I attention to the words, the words stopped. And then I went back to concentrating on my breathing and the words began again. So to just trust, so I'm sitting in the circle of people and my feeling is that uh, my head is turning and I'm looking around the circle, delivering some message. That's, that was my experience. And then, and I knew words were coming out of my mouth, but I couldn't pay any attention. And so when 
the words stopped coming out, all of a sudden, I I felt like I was back. I almost had goosebumps when it was when I felt like there was a spirit world with me. So eventually, I kind of came to and I opened my eyes. Well, people are drying their eyes. They I, they said you moved us to tears, and I said, and it was some story about life being a journey, crossing the ocean, and one of those kind of things. But apparently, it had a lot of adjectives. And then I, they said, how was it for you? And I said, well, I felt myself moving and turning to the people. And they said, Sandra, you stayed perfectly still. Oh, so really? I thought, oh. Uh, and so since then, Roberta, I've, I, not that I have done that with other people again, but what I have done is I've put myself in that power and I've imagined the little balls of light. And I say, if anybody wants to work with me, and I've had my computer in front of me. And so all of a sudden, a word will come to mind, and I type the words as I hear them in my mind, and then I go back to read it. And I've actually had to look up expressions in <laughs> the internet, because they're not words or uh, things that I've used. But right. they're all these things, these really rich, and it's not really poetry, but really rich things that just touch right. my soul and are exactly what I need to hear. So I think everybody can do that. Build that relationship with your team and then get some inspiration that way. You so, know, anyways, that is so important. Did, did everyone, are you hearing what she's saying now? This is a woman who were, was grieving um, and just had to had to learn that there is life after death. So she tried these things herself. She she wouldn't believe it if someone else was doing this stuff. She nope. tried it herself. So she was able to. To begin to develop, and this isn't the only skill, skill she began to develop. It's quite amazing if you read her book. She was able to develop begin, the start of each of these skills in, in this perfectly normal, regular person, just like you and me. And that's so important. There, I've, I've had people who are good mediums tell me that although if you want to be an epic medium, it helps if you have it in your genetic lineage. But anybody can learn to do it at this basic level and become pretty good at it if you want to Mm -hmm. so think about the powers that are in you that you haven't even attempted to tap that sandra's been tapping six ways to sunday how amazing and beautiful that is and it doesn't matter if you're 18 or 82 yes wherever you are is perfect perfect yes it's possible to grow spiritually, even if you feel you're already old. It's possible to develop these gifts, even if you feel that you're already old. It's, you're never, it's never too late to start. And what it does is to open your mind and your heart in ways you didn't even think it was possible for it to be opened. Um, and it's still happening with you, Sandra, isn't it? I mean, every time I talk with you, you seem to be a little bit more open. I am more open. And <laughs> I... You know, I still go through my challenges. I mean, sometimes it's tough to be in my own skin with, you know, business to run and everything to do. But it's as easy as getting into a conversation with somebody like you or somebody else that speaks this language, so to speak. And once you do, it it breaks us out of that, uh, the voice, you know, you start really talking about what's possible. You start talking about what you love. It feels good. And I think that's when... um, the divinity in us is kind of like woken up, you know, and we make yes. things happen that way. I mean, uh, you know, we're talking about end of year things too, Roberta, when we can look back at what we did and we start feeling gratitude, gratitude and love, I think are some really heavy forces 
and I, I very was, powerful. They are, and and they. Frankly, I think you had a lot of people rooting for you over the past year because of of the events. I know I was. I was sending you so much energy, as much as I could muster, because she put on these two big events. One was in Boston, Mm -hmm. um, our stamping ground, hers and mine, and one was in Orlando. Talk about that, because... You made it look as if it was easy, and I know, having done it myself, that it's absolutely not easy. And to do it yourself, I I just am amazed by you. You have more energy than 10 people put together. But talk a little about those two events. Thank you for the the energy. Nobody told me I couldn't do it, so that's why I said, (laughs) let's do it. And to be really crazy, one was in um, February, the other one was end of March. Right, and the one in February wasn't that the one in Boston? Yeah, but I'm like, who did hey, that? Hey, let's put on an event in the snow. Let's do that. Yeah, for- I, I asked some speakers that were my favorite people, and they said yes. And then I just asked the listeners. And they're like, okay. Oh my! <laughs> well, that's part of it because you have done something which I haven't done at all with with the people who have become my friends through Seek Reality. You've sort of made a club out of for them on Facebook. Yes. Talk about talk a little about that first, because it's, oh. it's I've met these people. They're groupies for Sandra. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that. Well, first of all, let's get back to just our interviews. We talk to each other and to the listener like they are friends because we are, even yeah. though we haven't yes. seen you yet. So we've built these friendships with people, and we're you and I are the real deal. You see us in person. We are normal we don't have big egos we're just us we're exactly the same as we said that's right that's for sure so so many people have listened to my show and just like oh my gosh i can relate to that and you know so many people write me like i had this question in my head and then you ask the guest that question you know it's amazing and so i built um and build i started a facebook group we don't die listeners it's a private group and i just invited anybody who wants to join and talk about this it, because unfortunately, I know I'm not alone saying this, but there's not a lot of people in most people's lives that you see day to day that are into this stuff. So I would I have more close friends that are my listeners and people like you and some of my uh, my other friends that I have that I've met through life after death things that are very very close. But in my daily life, eh, there's not too many people that really. I don't want to say they don't buy into it, but they don't really care. It's not really their thing. So to have a group where we can talk about this, we can talk about grief, we can talk about afterlife, we can talk about living life, and just be free to do that. So there's a lot of people that are solo around the world that have been part of this group. They've been able to support each other through grief. And it's just real. it's exciting. We People need people, even if you can't see them. Yes. Yeah, and and that's what you point out is I think very important that we need to to reach out. I mean, I will hear I hear from people every day. I get emails um, often from people who it's clear they think of me as a friend. And I have to tell you, by the way, everyone, I'm so honored by that thought, and I try to be your friend too. Um, I just we just haven't, as you said, Sandra, we just haven't met each other in person yet. But uh, but. It is important to feel that there's somebody that you can talk to about this stuff. And you could talk to Sandra about it. You could talk to, to me about it. Um, and we love the fact that you're interested. 
I have to say, though, between you and me, parenthetically, Sandra, a lot of the people who seem not interested are really shy about it. What I have found is that some of the people that reach out to me, and maybe we might have lunch. If you're ever in Austin, we'll, have, we'll, we'll do lunch, for heaven's sake. Or in Boston, if Sandra happens to be there, we'd like to have lunch with people and talk about this stuff. But they'll be very shy in the beginning, and they'll say things like, you know, I've, I've always wanted to talk to people about this, but I never dared to talk to people about this. Don't you find that's true? This is partly because we just want to talk about it, but it's partly because by recognizing this interest in the people that that are in your group, you are responding to something in them that is very important. It's that recognition of the fact that they have this this spiritual aspect that they can't talk about to anyone else. Certainly not at church or places like that. Don't you find that that's? I mean, that's I why do. they love you so much. When when you, when you meet people who are in Sandra's group, they truly are groupies. They just love her to pieces. But that's the reason why well, I think I, most of all and recognize who they are. I do because I'm looking at myself. I'm looking at myself that might have been at the beginning of my journey or didn't really buy into it, but something was calling. Like, oh, maybe there is something to it. And I always invite people, even to the live events, come by yourself. You don't need a friend to come with you. Yes. You already ha- you will meet friends that will be your best friends for the rest of your life. And so I would say three quarters of the groups that came, they were solo travelers. And now they're left with some of the greatest friends they'll ever have. So that's a really a gift to be able to unite people. And Roberta, I've had people look me straight in the eye that coming to my event was the last like the last straw, and if or whatever the expression is, if it didn't make a difference, they were going to end their own lives. And then they attract all these suicide people. That's a little strange. Although uh, I, I, get the, I get those too, but maybe it's because you are. Sandra is so warm that if you know, if you were going to talk to anybody about having that kind of a deep, deep feeling, you didn't want to be here. She's the one you would want to talk to. Maybe I'm right. Maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm not. Maybe you are. No, I actually think there's more people that just don't verbalize it. The yeah. amount of suicide that happens around the globe is so high, and you think of. Any one of us that has a loved one pass away or transition, yes, you know that pain. I've never felt anything worse. And if you don't know what that is like and you haven't experienced it before, it's just the absolute worst thing. I just don't think people are open about sharing their pain. And I think this is how so many people find our shows is because they start Googling, looking on yes. the Internet. Yes. wherever and then yep. all of a sudden oh wow so i i think there's more people than ha- than that that just don't verbalize it for both your show and mine and to see people transform can i tell you a story of course this, this is great um there was someone at one of my live events that was one of these people and by the end of the weekend their daughter had come through not just in a medium because we had at my live events i had um sonia rinaldi who does these trance images so she takes pictures and videos of oh things like a television screen turned off or right now she's got a a a device that looks like a clear easter egg and she points beams of light 
from these um, little projectors into it, and then she records that. And faces will materialize. Yes, it's amazing what she does. Yes. Uh, Yes. And so at one of my live events, I had... Uh, there were some mediums there that were very, very specific, uh, Philip Dykes and Carrie McLeod, and they brought through the daughter. Well, at another time, there was a spirit artist. So there's two different mediums. One of them is an artist who's drawing a picture while it was a female medium that was doing the, you know, the evidence part and this guy was had a his back turns uh and he was doing a drawing well didn't <laughs> the the medium bring through the same woman and then the daughter and then all of a sudden um when the guy turns the picture around he drew a picture of the daughter wow and then sonia rinaldi has pictures that some of them are unclaimed she doesn't know who they are but the daughter came through on one of these images and since then she's come through all kinds of images and Scott Milligan was there and we do these well they're called seances in the dark and people's voice can be heard again uh, at times and didn't the daughter come through and talk oh. to her father with uh, and give a, such a detailed message and even a nickname that only he would call her so to witness this yeah. That's beautiful. See the transformation. (laughs) Oh, yes. And for everybody else, even if their loved one didn't come through, it it was so obvious (laughs) that the afterlife is real. And even my father has come through now in some of Sonia's images. Oh, bless him. Isn't he wonderful? Oh, this is so cute. (laughs) Because I've seen so many of Sonia's images, and she always has these unknowns that come through, and she'll send them to me, and I'll post them on my Facebook group. And some people say, oh, my gosh, that's my daughter, that's my son, that's my spouse, and they'll send pictures. Oh, how amazing. Oh, it's great. Beautiful. Wow. But I saw a couple images that actually looked like what I think my dad would look like as a young man. So I start talking to dad. like, dad, if this is you trying to come through great and i said go back to brazil and i said try to put a clearer picture on something that i can recognize so so this next batch of people that came through there was a picture of my dad identical to what he looked like in the air force and i sent her a picture (laughs) that closely resembles it and even though i believe in knowing the afterlife to see a picture of my father as he looks now gorgeous right yeah because it can be any age we want and there's even been another picture that's come through after that. And I'm like, that's him too. Just looks a little older. Oh my gosh. And then, yeah. And then yesterday, Roberta, this is great. I interviewed a lady named Karen Anderson, who's a pet communicator. I had never met her. And so we, right when I got on the call with her before we went live, she says to me, is your dad in the spirit world? Yes. Is his name John? I'm like, yes. She's like, he's right here. I'm like, oh. So anyways, it's these kind of things that I have to celebrate. Not what's undone in life, but let's look. Look and keep sharing because the reality is we don't die. And we are these souls having this human experience. We're so much more powerful than we think. You know, seek reality, like you said, there's just such a bigger picture. And I do believe, too, Roberta, that sometimes it's our broken hearts and our toughest suffering and awful pain that can get us to start investigating these things and actually get us on our soul's path. 
So I know it may be hard. Stronger. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's That's absolutely right. So, but but are you going to bring again? Because Sonia Rinaldi is epic. She's an epic, epic guest for you to have had at your at your um, events. And uh, what about? Scott Miller, I mean, all these people. The, these, I love them so yes. much. Yes. Are you going to do this again next yes. year, this coming year? What, well, what are you planning? We all sat down with our calendars a couple of months ago, and we picked five weekends over the course of 2020. Even though we haven't yet set the venues, we all committed to it. And part of the team also, besides uh, Scott Milligan and Sonia Rinaldi is a couple recently married, Philip Dykes and Carrie McLeod, who in my eyes are two of the very best evidential mediums on planet Earth. Great. They are so specific. And they actually teach people how when they start getting these insights and these feelings that a loved one is around, how to bring them in into your belly, into your feelings, and really dial in the evidence. So they're helping mediums actually be better mediums because there's some really not so good mediums out there charging a lot of money. Right. Yes. Yes. But what the universe slash God has provided for me is Sandra, if you do this, if you get on your soul's path and you start sharing this message, we're going to give you the most fun, best friends. You'll never believe how good they are. So I have you, I have these, this group. And so together we're, we all feel like we're just we before we were puzzle pieces that didn't really know where we fit and now we fit oh. together as one puzzle and well, to have integrity we'll have you yeah. back on to talk about some yes. of those uh, venues and, and events before they happen soon enough before okay. so that everyone who listens to seek reality will be able to if you're going to be near them i want to be able to let them know that because um the, the being able to – with the first one that you did, I was so concerned about it that I was texting with you during that weekend and and uh, was emailing. I, I know you and I were sort of talking, and you were overwhelmed by how great it was. I remember yeah. that so vividly because mm-hmm. I had been so worried. What if it isn't – you know, what if – this is hard work. Don't make it look easy because I'll feel <laughs> stupid. But you did make it look easy, and and um, I'm so, so happy for you that this is – this seems to be your gift because you light up a room and obviously we're lighting up those rooms wow good for you the secret the secret do you want to know the secret yeah just be yourself be yourself words and all when i needed help i asked for help if i really wasn't sure what i was doing i was honest about it when we can be ourselves and even share whatever our deep thoughts are whatever with people you're, people fall in love with you and people want to help and they want to serve. They want to see that you're vulnerable mm-hmm. because otherwise, you, you, I, I don't, it, it's sort of creepy to me a little bit when, when I'm someplace that where I meet people who have heard of me, but they've never met me. They act like I'm a celebrity. I mean, that's, that's please, if you meet me somewhere, just give me a hug. And let's talk about your family or whatever you, you care about. And I think you feel the same way too, I right? Do. I, mean, I do. We're all friends and we're all trying to do the same thing, which is to make the very most of this lifetime. Mm-hmm. We can help one another do it as long as we just sort of relax in our friends. But you and I are the opposite of celebrities. We really don't care about any of that stuff at all. We just care about people. And we love the fact that we have made so many friends, both as, you know, our, in, in venues and as, as our guests. But also, to me, very specially, people who 
think they're our friends because they talk, they hear us, our voices all the time. You know, you're every bit as much our friends. I, I tell people every week, and I'll say it again, if you want to talk to me, just send me an email. And I sometimes talk to people on the phone if they think that that's, that's important. So, bless you, dear. And we're, you too. <laughs> we, warriors. We, we are unfortunately coming to the end of our time. Actually, I haven't even gotten to a quarter of the things I wanted to say. But it's been perfect. <laughs> that's that's what always happens when we talk. But clearly, you have hit upon a perfect showcase for the kind of work you're trying to do to help people. These little weekend ven- venues, um, which you seem to be able to do without uh, making yourself crazy, which I think is is wonderful. But when, having the same guests over and over must help a lot because you, you're, as you say, you're a team and you're used to one another, and that's great. But um, when is your first weekend? Do you, are you ready yet to say? I'm not ready yet to say. It will be in February, oh, and that's good. what we did last year. It was in Boston. So very likely could be that again, but it's it's too soon to say. Uh, but if you go to wedontdieradio.com, there is a link for live events. And so, because people might listen to this two years down the road. Yes, <laughs> so true. you can still go go wedontdieradio.com and click on live events. And when you're while you're at that website, there's a little pop-up, just like on Roberta's site, that you can join on the, the mailing list. And I've got uh, a copy of my audio, How to Survive Grief There. I've got a PDF file of 19 Reasons to Believe in the Afterlife. Yes, 19. And then <laughs> it also says, read a few chapters of my book, but yeah, secretly I've included right. all of it, especially the chapter on grief, because I know what brings a lot of people to these shows is uh, yes. loss of a loved one, and we're here to help your heart. You said we don't die. I thought it was we don't die.com. So I people- ah. Oh, okay. So is it the same website? Yeah, one leads to the other, but I always okay. say we don't die radio.com if you want to listen to the episodes because that's what pops up first and foremost on the screen. Okay, so, well, that's either one to know. Either um, one. Okay, right. we don't die without a you don't put the apostrophe in there. No. W E D O N T D I E R A D I O, or if you want to just do it the way I do it, W E D O N T D I E. Dot com. Mm-hmm. Either way works. And um, you'll see she does have a wealth of resources at her website. I'll put this also in the um, uh, in the notes to this program if you're listening so that you should be able to find it there. I am so sorry. I, I have to do this wrap up now. Um, and I just I could please consider yourself hugged. I think you are the dearest, dearest person. And bless you so much for the work you do. Thank you. Ditto. Everyone, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. I'm really glad you could be with us today. What a special program. Please never forget that you are a powerful, eternal being. You never began and you never will end. And when you really get everything that that means, it's going to change everything in your life for the better. Our guest next week will be here for the third time. He's, you can tell I have certain people I kind of love and have them on a lot. He's going to be Mark Pitstick. Mark is working with Dr. Gary Schwartz of the University of Arizona at Tucson, and he's working with Gary's team, both those in bodies and those not now in bodies, on the mysterious and potentially exciting soul phone project that Gary's been working on for years. I get, you probably do too, Sandra. I get a lot of questions about the soul phone. So it'll be great next week to get an update from Mark. So please be sure to join us. 
And this week, our guest has been, for the eighth time, believe it or not, my wonderful friend, Sandra Champlain, and yours. Sandra is an amazing, just a ball of love and light, a tower of energy, someone who is called to do this work for others and who really isn't concerned about what's in it for her. What you see is what you get when, you, when you're hearing me on her, hearing her on her program or on my program. That's who she is if you meet her in person. In a field where there are lots of egos, she doesn't have one. In a field where people are trying to get top billing, she doesn't want any billing. She's really a lovely, genuine human being that you would be thrilled to have for your very best friend. She loves and helps everyone. And I urge you to check out her book, too, which is We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death, because I found it fascinating, all the things she did. It will help you believe that it's real when you see how many things she was able to do herself that were that you would think would be impossible to, to connect with the people we used to think were dead. So let's see how many people we can get to go to her six six special events over this coming year they've been life-changing for a lot of people and it's going to happen again as you know my nonfiction books liberating jesus my thomas the fun of dying a bunch of other fun books and we are actually now in the process of designing the fun of growing forever which i mean the fun of rather the fun of loving jesus um embracing the christianity with G- which jesus taught i've been telling you this was about to come out for the past two years the reason it hasn't was thomas said it wasn't time but he finally is allowing us to put it into design and he says it will come out in the first quarter of next year so i'm going to be anxious and excited about how you receive this jesus did come with a purpose that purpose just is not what we now see in christianity so that will be fun and of course we have the fun of meeting jesus which is a children's book with beautiful illustrations and next year the fun of growing with jesus which will be about death for children it's important that we know what to say to children if a pet dies or a grandpa dies and these books should help with that as you know, um, we're on a bunch of venues. I've run out of time. I can't really talk about what all of them are, but our home is um, webtalkradio.net and, and dreamvision7radio.com. We're on iTunes, iHeart, and a bunch of places. What's wonderful, if you like a podcast, anybody's podcast, is you can probably find it just about everywhere. They're being aggregated, these podcasts now. And we also have, of course, the the seek reality radio um app which is available for free in the itunes store and some people say that's just the easiest way to listen to us because um if you do that i just apparently the i don't know anything about this and the people who do it are a lot smarter than i am but apparently it just makes the episodes show up each time we post one so this has been wonderful. My wonderful friend Sandra Champlain gives you her best, as do I. And we just love being a part of your life. And many people listen to I, – I hear from people all the time who say they listen to Sandra and to me, and we're kind of a tag team. And that, that frankly, is a great honor for me. I'm delighted about that. Meanwhile, everyone, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Please enjoy. Please make the most of this coming week in our one reality always knowing that you are a powerful eternal being and you in particular, most of all in the universe, you are infinitely loved. You've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Roberta blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Join us every week as we explore what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about the one reality we all share. 
Knowing the truth changes everything. 